What's up, guys, and welcome into another episode of the Eye Test of Fantasy Football Podcast. We're here this offseason bringing you guys something special. I, myself, Paul Orlando, I'm here with my good friend John Kirkner. Bobby is, well, where is Bob? Istanbul. He's in Istanbul now. Wow, yeah, Bob's traveling, man. So Bobby's not joining us for this video, but we're very excited to have him back soon. And we got a really, really good one for you guys tonight. This is our way, way, way too early dynasty startup draft. And we're doing things a little different here than we usually do. We usually just do rankings. But today, John, what are we doing? We're doing like an actual mock draft. We'll be going against the sleeper bot. They have an idea of, of, of what to do. I think uh, we might be able to capitalize on some of their mistakes, but it's a super flex mock draft. That means you, you'll have your quarterback, obviously, and then you have a super flex option, which can be a quarterback, running back, wide receiver, or a tight end. But in most cases for dynasty startups, if you're new to this, you definitely want to take advantage of those two quarterbacks because those are the guys that can get you 20 points a week. Or yeah, more. absolutely. Absolutely. So it's it's us against the AI, and we've both seen iRobot, and we're ready to beat them down. Haven't seen iRobot. You haven't seen iRobot? Oh. <laughs> no, is that the one with Will Smith? Yeah, it's with Will Smith, and it's all – it was, like, made back in, like, the early 2000s, and it's all about everything we fear now about artificial intelligence, like them having human emotions and, like, thinking for themselves. Oh, yeah. Guess what? The robots get it, and it's not cool. But <laughs> – so it's us against the AI. I am picking second in the draft, and then John has the 10th. Yep. John's got the 10th pick, so the computer's got everything in between – Obviously, a snake draft formation, so it will go 1 through 12, and then that 12th team will lead off the second round and work its way back around in an S formation, hence the snake draft. But before we get started, guys, it would mean the world to us. If you're watching this on YouTube, please just go and click that little subscribe button. It would mean the absolute world to us. We really appreciate it. And if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, if you wouldn't mind going to our YouTube, it's the I Test of Fantasy Football Podcast at the I Test Pod on YouTube. Please give us that subscribe. We're going to do something really special when we hit 100. We're kind of there. We're making our way there, but we're going to do probably a little giveaway or something when we hit 100 just as a thank you. We're, we're trying to get this thing going, so we appreciate all you guys following along. Love it, dude. And yeah, go ahead while you're following us on all those Apple, Spotify, YouTube, go ahead and follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter too. You can look down at the description of this video here and see all of our social media handles. Yeah, we're, we're really active on social media and we love hearing from everybody. Comment. We always try and comment back. We always try and give our feedback. So please don't hesitate to ask us questions. Let us know if you think we're complete idiots. Let us know if you think we're really smart. We like all the feedback. Yes, so, yes, we do. So without further ado, did you want to you want to rally this off? And again, guys, this is a dynasty startup mock draft. So it's a little different from redraft. If you've never done dynasty, it is awesome. You should definitely look into it. But this is a little bit different than redraft. There's a little different bit of a strategy here. Because this is a team that you're going to be rocking with for at least five years. This is the core of your team that you're going to be rocking with. So it's built a little differently, and you guys will see it here. And if you're thinking about joining Dynasty, this is a great starting point. This is a great starting point for you guys to catch in early and, and see how it is. Because it is, I think, 
we both think that Dynasty is just an awesome way to do fantasy football. For sure. Yeah, definitely. It's the next jump from beginner to intermediate or intermediate to advanced fantasy manager. Dynasty is is when you're you're really just surrounded by football year round. So it, it boosts your skills for both Dynasty and Redraft. Yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and get this thing started. I'm going to go ahead and guess that Josh Allen's the first pick. <laughs> yeah, even though here Sleeper has, am I on the right one? Oh, yeah, Sleeper has him there. Okay, I was going to say, I, I saw Jamar Chase up there for a hot second. I was like, I, uh, I didn't have the two quarterbacks setting in. I was okay. looking at that. I was like, I mean, quarterbacks have to be valued higher. Yeah. All right, let's 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 start it off. Our first Dynasty startup draft begins now. Patrick Mahomes gets off the board first. Wow, I was, I was really anticipating getting Mahomes there, but I am not mad about having Josh Allen be the anchor of my dynasty team. Is that what you're going to do? That's what I'm going to do. I almost, if I if I maybe had a few drinks in me, I might have pulled a hammer on Jalen Hurts there, but I'm not. I'm going to go Josh Allen. And not much really to explain there. He's, what, 25, 26, always in the QB1, QB2 conversation. He's 26 years old. He'll be 27 probably when, when the season starts this year. Yeah, look at that. He's been a top two quarterback for the last three years, and he's put over 400 PPR points. He's really put up 400 PPR points over those last three years, too. So very consistent. Yeah, and, that's, uh, yeah that's just insane. Coincidence that it happened once Diggs moved to Buffalo? I don't think so. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. So I'm going to lock. Boom, Josh Allen's there. All right, so lots of quarterbacks getting taken off the board here, and it looks like the only two positional players that are getting taken off are the most obvious ones. That's Justin Jefferson at the 1.3 and Jamar Chase at the 1.8. So I'm left with being at the bottom end of a dynasty startup. Obviously, I want to take advantage of my quarterbacks because they're about to run out. Now, I do have the turn in my favor, so I do have the option here of getting a positional player and a quarterback, but then I'm hunting for a quarterback in that third round, and it would probably be like a rookie, like maybe C.J. Stroud or someone like Tua or an older quarterback like Russell Wilson, which I totally want to stay away from. I'm a big fan of young quarterbacks on my team, which is why I'm going to go ahead and pick Trevor Lawrence here. He's got plenty of years being dominant. All right. This is awesome. So I love Brees Hall being at the top here. Again, like last year when we did our real dynasty startup, I went two quarterbacks off the board. I went Jalen Hurts and Tua Tagovailoa. I'm not upset about those picks, but I am weary of Tua's future in the NFL. And I am just absolutely loving Brees Hall on the Jets here. Bijan is screaming my name. I would love to have a team. (laughs) done in but at this point being way too early i don't know what team he's on yet so i am gonna grab Brees hall here at the 2.3 and you can see quarterback depth is slimming down paul is up for the 2.11 go ahead paul all right so it's it's my pick and they had so after John took Brees Hall, Ken Walker, Jalen Waddle, Bajan Robinson, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, Amon Ross St. Brown, and then Deshaun Watson were all taken off the board. John, what team 
would Bajan Robinson have had to fall to for you to grab him there instead of Brees Hall? Is there any team? Uh, pro- dude, <laughs> probably the Eagles. <laughs> I've seen plenty of mock drafts where, I, and I think this is unrealistic, but I've seen mock drafts of him coming to the Eagles at the, what I think we have the last pick in the draft. 32nd. I think that's way too late for Bijan to be getting drafted. I think he's going to be a top 15 player, honestly. So I don't see the Eagles doing it unless, of course, they were to do it at 10, but I think that they're going to go defense at 10. I I don't know. It would have to be a team for me to draft him today. It would have to be a team that has an amazing offensive line and and possibly like a bad quarterback, too, that doesn't throw as much. Then I would be like, okay, Bijan's going to be the focal point of that offense. Like when Saquon was a rookie he had old yeah. Eli Manning it was like very obvious Saquon was going to be the focal point yeah and with that being said Bajan Robinson is such a mystery to me in this draft I mean I know probably all 32 teams like him it's just a matter of do you take him there or do you feel like you have other needs to fill but wherever he goes I think he will be a focal point of the offense but I'm with you John right now it's just it would be tough for me to grab him in that spot that mm-hmm. you were in all right, so I'm up. So right now, a lot of the quarterback talent, a lot of the young quarterbacks are off the board, unfortunately. I could I could go a little crazy here and grab Stroud. I could. Or Bryce Young. I could grab one of the two top prospects, but I'm very, very comfortable with Josh Allen, so I don't think I'm going to do that. What I am going to do instead – And I'm going to take a little bit of risk here and hope that this guy is still around the turn when I come back. But Tyreek Hill is only 28 years old. He had an incredible, incredible year this year. Mike McDaniel has been the greatest thing to happen to Tyreek Hill individually. And I like him over a Stephon Diggs who's going to be 30. And I don't like T. Higgins right now, even though I would love him in the middle of the third round. So I'm going to take the easy route here. I'm just going to grab Tyreek Hill. And so now Team 1 did me a huge favor and took two running backs off the board. So before, Saquon Barkley and Austin Eckler were taken from Team 1. So now it's back around the turn to me in the third round. This So my draft strategy here for Dynasty is I like to build a team that can win now. You can always trade those big pieces for draft capital or for young stars if you ever feel like you are not in the championship conversation. So I am going to take a team who I think could really compete for the league this year. So that makes it pretty easy for me. I'm going to take Travis Kelsey here in the third round. Wow, the first tight end gets off the board. And you know what? You're still going to have three years of dominance out of Travis Kelsey. So it's not even win now. You're you're still technically thinking in the future here. Yeah, and Tony Gonzalez played until he was, what, like 40? Right, right. All right, so I, I am in need of a wide receiver here. There, there are a ton of rookie wide receivers that I'm interested on in having on my team and, and that I think could put up numbers in the 2023 season. It looks like the best player available is Josh Jacobs. I'm not exact. I, I, right now, the guy who's catching my eye is Devontae Adams. And Najee Harris, even I'm hoping that I could probably get Najee around the turn. So what I'm asking myself is, do I want to get my second quarterback here? Because we go over to the quarterback tab. If I miss out on Tua Stroud, Bryce Young's already off the board. I mean, I'm left with slim pickings after 
Tua and Stroud. And honestly, I I feel like I trust CJ more than Tua, although Tua has proven that he can, when healthy, he can play. I'm not interested in taking the Russell Wilsons, the Jared Goffs right now. I'm just not interested in it. So I, I think I am going to get my quarterback here. I don't really want to do this, but I think at the end of this draft, I'll look at my team and I'll be happy with my quarterbacks. And being happy with your quarterbacks is is very important. When you don't have to worry about who your quarterbacks are during the season and you just have to focus on your positional players, I think that is a lot less stress on you. So that's what I'm going to do here. I mean, I, I, could, I could get Devontae and risk getting CJ at the turn. So if I go Devontae, best available, Jacobs, Andrews. Oh. Yeah, and th- this is what makes it fun is because John and I have two completely different strategies here mm-hmm. where John's ready to take that quarterback, where I'm I'm pretty much like, let's fill my team right now and we'll worry about it later. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Devontae Adams, as he is the attractive pick, but he's 30. And like to be drafted in the first three rounds of a dynasty startup, it just doesn't make complete sense to me where my team is now. Granted, if I had taken advantage of two quarterbacks in the first two rounds, then Devontae sounds a lot more attractive to me. So I'm going to do it, Paul. I'm going to go ahead and get the rookie, CJ Stroud, on the mystery team that we don't know who he's on. And can I get – I can – so I can go ahead and get Najee Harris. I I think that he's valued lower than he should be just because of last year's statistics. So let's take a look at those real quick. Last year, he had a super slow start, but after the bye, 9 points, 27, 11, 10, 13, 14, 15, 20, 14, versus before the bye, 10, 13, 12, 7, 6, 12, 11, 11. So he was like a low ceiling guy. Then he started to really hit his potential towards the second half of the season. And I believe that's because he had that Liz Frank injury in the off season. And in like week one, I mean, we all thought that he broke his ankle. If you remember that. Yeah. So I think he was just recovering for it for a long time. And again, it's a young core offense on the Steelers. The offense is pretty much staying the same. And I really like Najee here in terms of dynasty value. Javante sounds great. I just I don't like the offense of the Broncos right now. And honestly, there's a lot of offensive players that I would like to grab here, but I'm going to go ahead and say that Najee is the best pick in terms of dynasty and honestly, he could help me win next year. So it's a, a little bit of both. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I love the Najee pick there. <clears throat> CJ Stroud is also my favorite quarterback in this class i just think he is just he he hits every asset of the game he he plays it really well i know people freak out about uh, quarterbacks coming from ohio state or whatever but yeah i still i still love stroud this year me too paul me too yeah and then naji we saw him score six touchdowns since week 10 since the bye which is very very exciting they started trusting along the goal line again i think a lot of it had to do with injury so again, John, I think you got Najee at a great discount right what are there. Your, what are your views on Kyle Pitts going at 3.8 and then Mark Andrews going at 4.9? That kind of caught my eye a little bit. I'm not a big fan. No, so it's Kyle amazing. Pitts is the top of the top for me on never, ever draft, ever. I don't care if it's the 16th round and I don't have a tight end. I will hit the waiver wire before 
no, that's a, that's a little bit of a over-exaggeration. But, yeah, I just don't trust Kyle Pitts. I mean, for how many years have we been saying he's this anomaly, he's this, he's – and he just never, ever plays well. And it's just – you can't figure him out, and therefore I cannot pick him over guys like Travis Etienne, C.J. Stroud, Metcalf. I mean, look at all these guys who went after him. So – I can't trust him. What about you? Yeah, I'd rather have Mark Andrews than than Kyle Pitts. I think it's mainly an age thing, but Mark Andrews is technically in his prime age for tight ends. Twenty seven is is that prime age for tight ends to have their breakout year, and we've we've we saw it in twenty twenty one. But I think he can do way better than one hundred and ninety or oh wow three hundred. Okay, that's going to be tough to beat. Yeah, he had three hundred PPR points and one hundred and ninety three yeah. standard points. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I think that we can get another season of Mark Andrews like he did in twenty twenty one. I mean, look at that decrease in points. He went. He lost a hundred points practically between twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two, and that mainly comes down to receptions and touchdowns. So I yeah. think that Mark Andrews is definitely I would rather have than than Kyle Pitts for sure. Yeah, no, I totally, totally agree with you. Kyle Pitts, I just can't, just can't do, but all right. So after Najee, Drake London and Chris Olave were taken off. I think we can agree those are two of our favorite dynasty young core receivers. Yeah. They are literally just a decent quarterback away from being absolute studs in the fantasy department. And who knows? Derek Carr could be a Saint. Derek Carr could be a Falcon. Lamar Jackson could be a Falcon. It's just. You never know. So we, we love those guys collectively. And you got Josh Jacobs, Javante Williams, Devontae Smith, another great young receiver who we love, Mark Andrews. And then, oh, Jackson Smith. How do you say his? I'm going to butcher Jigba. his last name. Jigba? Yeah. All right. Is he the first rookie receiver off the board? He is. Wow. He is. All right. And rightfully so. I, I think it's between him, Jordan Addison, and Quentin Johnson. Those are going to be the three rookie wide receivers taken off the board first tonight. Yeah, I agree with you. I really like Jordan Addison a lot. I think I actually sprinkled a little bit on him being the first receiver taken in the draft this year. Really? So we'll see. Yeah, I forget what I got him at, but we'll see. All right, so without further ado, I'm up. So right now I got Josh Allen, Tyreek Hill, and Kelsey already locked in my team. I am missing a running back here. And Nick Chubb is staring me in the face. He is only 27 still, but I know he's about to turn that horrible age of 28. And then there's Ramondre Stevenson here at 24 years young. I could... I could see if I could get Ramondre Stevenson on the bend. I also need a second quarterback. I think I'm one of the few teams out there who do, does not have two quarterbacks. That's what you're working with, Paul. Yeah. So if I pick a skill position here, I need to just accept the fact that I'm going to have a Kirk Cousins or a Will Levis or a Kenny Pickett as my QB2 all year. So – I have some decisions to make here. Trey Lance, I don't know about you, man. I can't draft Trey Lance. Me neither. I, just, I can't, man. Like, Me neither. I just can't do it. So I'm going to go a little bullish here. And just because it's a dynasty league, I know this – oh, that's too high risk. You know what? Screw it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go over Mondre Stevenson here just because he is three years younger than Chubb. Okay. 
and he's a PPR machine. I think Damian Harris is an afterthought now because of Ramondre. So I'm going to do it. All right. So then team one took TJ Hawkinson and Joe Mixon. Interesting. Yeah, he's got old running backs. And then, of course, Saquon doesn't fit that description. But Eckler and Mixon, I mean, he's going to have to do some running back construction in the next couple years for sure. Yeah, yeah, he definitely, definitely is. So I actually landed both my guys I wanted. So I'm going to take Chubb here again. I think that he is, and this isn't an insult, but he's like a Walmart version of Derrick Henry. I think he's going to be running well for many, many years to come. I think I can still get three, four years out of solid production out of Chubb. And so there we go. Now I don't have to worry about running backs. I would prefer to have the younger guys here. I would prefer to have an ETN or a Brees Hall. I wish I would have pulled the trigger on one of them. If I could have, I probably could have gotten ETN. I wish I would have done that, but can't go back now. So I got to rock with, with these guys. Yeah. I, I was a little surprised that you didn't want to take Jameer Gibbs. Do you not trust him yet? Was it the same reason that I didn't get Bijan? Yeah, I just, and I know this is way, way, way too early, but the only thing that scares me about these rookie running backs is, I mean, you got, you had Kenny Walker and Damian Pierce who were highly touted rookies, or at least very hyped rookies this year. And it just took them a little bit to get started. And so I, right now, I, I would rather my team come out of the gates rocking and loading and firing up. Gotcha. And then maybe I can get the Jameer Gibbs manager in the middle of the year after six weeks and he's not producing. Maybe I can get him to trade him for something. Maybe I can make a move that way. So I'm looking at like the wide receiver options here because obviously I don't have one yet. And I I feel like I have a ton of options. And I I feel like that's – this is what I see every year. I'm always drafting wide receivers later and – Sometimes I pay for it, other times I don't. But I'm just looking at all this talent, and I I really like it. So, again, I'm going to go back to the best available. George Kittle is catching my eye. He's 29, so he's kind of in the the Kelsey boat, but more years than Kelsey. And he's on a team with a good offensive line. He just doesn't have a steady quarterback. I mean, I think it's probably going to be Purdy next year, and Purdy and Kittle connected wonderfully. Yeah. I, it's 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 hard. It would be very. I would be very very shocked if San Fran even had a, a training camp battle. I think it's Purdy's job to lose. Yep, agreed. And uh, going up up to my picks, I I was really eyeing up Christian Watson there for my first wide receiver. That would have been nice. He's super young. He had a good rookie year, but I don't mind missing out on that. I I wouldn't mind seeing a, a second year of Christian Watson there. Trey Lance did get taken. That's fine with me. I was never going to draft him. So right now what's catching my eye would be George Kittle. Will Levis, honestly, because again, quarterbacks are so valuable in super flex leagues and you got to understand you're, you're probably going to have an injury throughout the year. And I do see Will Levis starting this year along with CJ Stroud and Trevor Lawrence. So I would essentially have three starting quarterbacks and they've all been in the league for three years or less. So Will Levis does catch my eye. I most likely can get him in the sixth round. So I'm going to go ahead and quickly just, let me just see these tight ends here. I mean, dude, Dallas Goddard, I could get, I, 
there's some tight end options here. I think, you know what, I'm not going to reach on a tight end too early. This is always what we preach. It seems sexy right now, but there's mm-hmm. just other positions that I can fill. And I need, I, I do need a wide receiver, but I, I'm confident I can get one at the turn here. So I'm going to go ahead and get the rookie, Will Levis, and just hope that he turns out. This is a risky pick, but I love my rookie quarterbacks, and I do think that he can start. Yeah, dude. So before you pick your next pick, Will Levis is my favorite quarterback in the rookie draft to have an immediate impact. I think that Levis is going to go to Carolina, and I think that Frank Reich is who – Say what you want about Frank Reich this year. I know it was bad with Matt Ryan, but Frank Reich has done extremely well with quarterbacks. And yep. I think if, if Carolina does get Will Levis, I can see him having an immediate impact. Now, I think Stroud and Bryce Young are definitely the best future picks. They'll have a more long-standing value in the league. But I do love Will Levis on your bench, dude. That's awesome. I know. Thank you. Thank you. And it looks like around the turn, Dalvin Cook got drafted. He's a, He's a win now running back. George Pickens, that he that guy was on my list to get at the turn. That would have been great. Traylon Burks, another good pick. Team 12 is looking pretty nasty. Chris Godwin, I wasn't huge on just because we don't know who his quarterback is right now. So again, I have George Kittle staring me in the face. I feel stupid not doing it. <sighs> I have Damian Pierce in another Dynasty League. Damian Pierce... Had a good rookie season. It wasn't great. He had a couple flashes. I would say he passed the eye test for sure, but mm-hmm. it's the Texans, man. Like how much like how how can we know that he's gonna blow up Damian Pierce? So I'm a little I'm a little bearish on Damian Pierce. I'm looking at some of these guys. Oh, Dallas Goddard. There's no way Dallas Goddard is making it back to me. So I'm gonna get my first receiver off the board here, and it's gonna be Terry McLaurin. Oh, love Terry McLaurin. Yeah, it's a little bit of a reach, but I know he wasn't going to make it back to me. So getting him in the sixth round, he is 27 years old. So I got multiple years of of Terry left. He was a borderline wide receiver one last year, and we are expecting, obviously, a boost in offensive numbers with Eric Bieniemy working with the commanders next year. And Carson Wentz won't be his quarterback. So I I like the Terry McLaurin stonks. Me too. Me too. I love Terry McLaurin. I think that was a great pick there. And like you were talking about before, George Pickens, Traylon Burks, and then Jamison Williams, who's still on the board. Those are guys that I am targeting throughout these mid-rounds in Dynasty Startup all over the place. I think all three of those guys' potentials through the roof. You can get them at a discount of what their talent actually is. Mm -hmm. and so I love those guys but with that being said I'm gonna not even take my own advice here and the only reason is because this young man by the name of DJ Moore is still on the board and the only reason I'm taking him over Jamison Williams not the only reason a few reasons I'm taking him over Jamison Williams here is because DJ Moore has proven that he is a number one receiver in this league he has proven that he can go up and get those balls he passes the eye test left and right Now, I understand his numbers. His numbers are not there at wide receiver one potential, but look at his coaches. He's had Matt Patricia and then whoever this other guy was that was the interim coach. But now he gets Frank Reich, an actual offensive-minded coach. No more Christian McCaffrey. It's going to be the DJ Moore show in Carolina. 
Okay, true. And then I, I, I guess, are they? What's their quarterback situation going to be like? Because that that can really depend on DJ Moore stonks next year is if they can get a quality quarterback. Yeah, so that's why I mentioned before. I think they're going to get Will Levis. I think they have to make a move gotcha. on the quarterback in the draft this year. Me too. I think there's really there's really no other options unless they can maybe get a Derek Carr to go over there. Mm-hmm. I, I I think they they do find their quarterback of the future in the draft, and I think DJ Moore will be. I know he's a wide receiver, and rookie quarterbacks love their tight ends, but I think DJ Moore will be the safety blanket. I think he's going to have like at least thirty percent of the targets every game. So for him to be my wide receiver too here, I, I like it a lot. I love Jamison Williams. Don't get me wrong, but Jamison Williams is a wide receiver two in an offense. DJ Moore is yeah. a wide receiver one. So let me put him on my team. And then with that being said, Daniel Jones wraps up the sixth round. So before we move on, guys, be sure to please check us out on all social medias, especially YouTube. We would appreciate it. If you're watching this on YouTube right now, please go hit that subscribe button. It means the world to us. And if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple or wherever you get your podcasts, please make sure to subscribe or follow us there. And then also, if you wouldn't mind going to our YouTube and hitting that subscribe button. Comment on this draft. Let us know who you think has the best team. John's pointing in all these directions. I got no idea what's going on. (laughs) But we appreciate it, guys. And, again, that's the iTest of Fantasy Football Podcast at the iTest Pod on YouTube.